What's up, you guys? This is Polly Shore. Um, welcome to the Polly Shore podcast show, all the way from beautiful Waikiki, Honolulu, Hawaii. Um, I'm here still uh, recording um, my podcast because I'm on location because I've been uh, doing the, the TV show Hawaii Five O, which is on CBS. If you haven't seen it, um, I have a guest starring role along with myself and Kevin Farley and Jaleel White. And their interview was last week. And then this week, I was able to tackle and able to corner and corral one of the stars of the Hawaii Five O show, which is on CBS. Um, Created by Mr. Peter Lankoff, of course. Mr. Alex O'Laughlin, um, a beautiful Irishman all the way from Australia. Uh, ladies, if you're starting to listen to this, Google him because he's a beautiful man. Um, really good looking dude, but also a really, really cool guy. I didn't know him before before um, this, this, uh, uh, this, you know, them bringing me out here. Um, I'd seen the show, and I know Scotty Kahn, who plays his friend or his nemesis on the show, who's the little blonde dude, uh, Alex, uh, Alex Laughlin. He's the, um, he's the brunette guy on the show. He's the lead guy. He's the face of Hawaii five O, which is filming over here in Hawaii. Um, and you'll hear just about, um, he's just a guy, man from Australia that just came out to Hollywood. Like a lot of people, you know, in the search for the, uh, Hollywood dream, and he has a story, just like a lot of people have a story. And a lot of people might not know anything about this dude. And you just kind of seen him on the show or you kind of see the poster around or the artwork or whatever. But I was able to corner him and sit down with him. We became kind of friends. He hooked me up with the masseuse. Um, uh, not a happy ending masseuse, although that would have been good. Um, no, a cool masseuse. And just became... a kind of friends this last last week or two on the set um bonded very cool guy very very chill guy i love people from australia australia is one of the most beautiful places in the world if you haven't been it's fucking quite quite spectacular all right well th- without any further ado um i um this is like my last day filming on the set and again i was able to corner alex in his trailer and he gave me some of his time and get to know the dude from Hawaii Five O, the face of Hawaii Five O, um, Alex uh, Laughlin. And uh, here he is, you guys. This is me interviewing him on Hawaii Five O in his trailer. It gets very hot and sweaty in there, um, but I hope you guys enjoy the interview and get to know the dude behind the dude. Here it is, guys. Alex Laughlin from Hawaii Five O. Test, test. So it's, is it Alex? It's Alex Huen? You got to speak in the mic. Oh, Lachlan, are we yeah. on and you're asking yeah. me my name? Yeah, pretty much. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> right. so I just met, met Paulie on the street and well, he pulled me in and now he's asking me my name. You want to do a podcast? No, so here's the deal. So It's O Lachlan. For the rest of America, too. Well, you know, the kay. ones that listen to this podcast. It's like to, to, to lock a door. It's o Lachlan. O Lachlan. So yeah. it's it's Alex. Is it Alexandra or Alex? It's Alexandra, but I haven't. Only my grandmother calls me that and she's dead now. So, mm. you know, you'll right. fuck me up. I'll so get it's, emotional with you. But it's Alex O Lachlan. Yeah. So it's Irish. It is Irish. Australian. Irish. Cool. That's sick. So, so I'm looking at a picture of your co star, Scotty Kahn. 
Yeah. The, yeah so do you masturbate on that or something when you walk by it? Or? Not anymore. I've had it for years. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> In the beginning, when he put it there, it's a, it's a headshot that says, Dearest Al, one day, babe, one day. So right. you know, who wouldn't? Who wouldn't jerk off that, to that? Yeah, that's Scotty Khan. Scotty Khan is your is your yeah. If it's Crockett and Tubbs, he's your Tubbs. You're the Crockett. Something like that. I thought you were gonna do a. We're gonna go. Just let up? me fucking do my thing, bro. Oh, listen, listen. I'm, I'm listening. <laughs> so so so, but you guys are like the yin and the yang on the show. He's your right. partner in crime. Right. We you're, he's the blonde one, and you're the, the brunette one. The brunette. We kind of we argue a lot. Right. So yeah. so, let's back it up. So I first met you probably about was it a week or so ago? Yeah, we're I, new. We're fast friends. We became. I came into the trailer, mm-hmm. and then uh, I saw Scotty, who I yeah. grew up with uh, out in L.A. I see him at the Russian bathhouse all the time. Mm-hmm. The Schwitz, the Jews, they call it the Schwitz. The Schwitz. Yeah, the Schwitz. And then I met you, and then I was going to interview him for the podcast. But he was kind of like spatula me. Yeah, he was. He was like, like, well, at first he was like, yeah, yeah. totally, man, for sure. uh, And then he was like, couldn't be found. Right, and now you're doing it because it's awesome. I've been listening, dude. I've been listening to your podcasts. I love them. They're so. I mean, why? Why wouldn't I love them? But they're great because you didn't know what to expect. Because then we started. Like, I got your number because you gave me a masseuse, a girl. Yeah. What's her name? Candice. Candice. She's the best. Yeah, Candice masseuse, and um, and then. We were texting. I'm like, "Fuck, you should do the podcast." Yeah, I'm, I'm, dude, I'm honored. It's, 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 it's cool. I've been listening to a bunch of them. I'm my favorite so far. Well, I like them all. Like, I love mm. listening to Brad and and David. And am I too? Am I, how am I going? Am I too close? No, to this, this is perfect. I don't know how to do you're this perfect. Show. No, you're perfect. Um, but my favorite was Alexis. <laughs> Alexis Texas, man. The question. First of all, you had to have a break in between because mm. you were getting too schwitzy, right? And you had to go and have a cigarette and jerk off a bit and. It was it was difficult, dude. It was beautiful. I was to so to nervous. Him. You could hear it. I was so nervous. But so was Will. Will was yeah, like Willie trying to come Hunter, in. Yeah, I yeah. don't know Will. He sounds awesome. I'd love yeah. to meet him. But he was trying to come in with kind of smart, witty things, and he was just he flustered. He was funny. You were both flustered. Yeah. The only one who was cool, right, was Hannah. Huh? And my, she even she even like talked about the notion of an anal cream pie for herself, and she was right. like she was like like a Hindu cow, man. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was. Um, I mean, we all watch porn stars, especially at late at night. We go on you porn, and 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 she's fucking gnarly. Alexis Texas. Right. If you guys haven't heard that particular podcast, it's the Brett Ratner Alexis Texas one, and uh, I get I get pretty graphic. But enough for her because I'm in Hawaii. I just want to say I've had an awesome fucking time on Good. the show. I mean, seriously, dude. Like, I mean, like I saw you the other day, and I was like, dude, this is an awesome show. I mean, it's fucking. We're in Hawaii, you guys, and I've been sending pictures like of, from my hotel room or different things, and people are like, oh, shit, that looks dope. I mean, you got to understand something. America, like especially on the East Coast right now, there's a blizzard. It's free. They're dying. They're in fucking the snow. dying, yeah. and we're like flip-flops looking yeah. at pussy, and yeah. you're on a fucking show. They're feeding you steaks. Dude, they fucking feed you steaks. They feed me steaks. They can't stop yeah. feeding you amazing food it's a, on the It's set. a contractual thing. It's like you fucking feed me right or, yeah. you know. So you were so let's back it up. So you're you're a really good looking dude. Thank you, like, man. Really good looking dude. Thank like, you, buddy. ladies. Tell us your is your Twitter and your and your your Instagram. Do you have one of those? Me, please, dude. I don't have any of that. Shit. You have nothing. I literally. Here's the thing. I watched Birdman when I saw Birdman, which I really liked. Great I love it. It's film. such a contentious it's film. So People good. either love it or hate it, right? I, 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 I love one of my favorite films. I loved it. Yeah. All the actors have never been better. I just yeah. thought it was amazing. I'm so Great glad script. It. I'm glad it got the recognition that we sort of knew it would. But anyway, there's that scene where. Um, Emma 
Stone in the incredible performance. Mm. She's, I've never mm. seen her better either. Mm. She's so fucking great. And she's yelling at her dad. She's mm. yelling at um at yeah, a, Michael Keaton. At, yeah. at Michael Keaton about about not exi- about she's like yeah she's like you don't have anything you don't do Facebook you know da, 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 da. she's like you don't even fucking exist mm. you're nothing that's great it's and such I a went great into scene. well I went into this moment of like oh my god yeah. I don't exist I'm not I'm not you know but I don't do any of it to answer your question right I don't know so, how man yeah, I don't so, have time I'm you know yeah so so for the people listening go on and Google Google, Google um, Alex O'Claire was it Alex O'Claire yeah just Google that. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I keep messing your last name. O'Donnelly. O'Donnelly. No, Google Alex O'Donnelly. No, no, O'Claire. Wait, what's I can't uh, listen. I, I mean, I, I don't have much integrity, but I, if you don't fucking say O'Loughlin correctly, dude, I'm fucking. I'm, I I'm getting to, like I have to leave this podcast. No, 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 don't leave it. No, Alex O'Loughlin. I'll, I'll be interviewing I, I, the chubby Hawaiian a, guy. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of Alex O'Loughlin Facebooks and, and stuff like that out there, but none of them are me. I literally, if I didn't have an assistant, I wouldn't open my mailbox, but that's, I don't know. So it's Alex O'Loughlin. Yeah. So ladies, because I know guys, guys are like, you probably have dudes that dig you from the show, but it's mostly like ladies that find you sexy. I hope so. Google Alex O'Loughlin. Very good. Uh, very good looking. Very good looking. Looking. Yeah. Good looking action star, actor. From from Australia, who's over here in in uh, where are we? Philippines? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, we're in Hawaii. We're in Hawaii doing this show, and he's the star of Hawaii Five O. So just live, give him a second to do that. And right now they're doing that. And right now the vaginas are getting super wet. That's how fast it moves. Yeah. So they go yeah, on it. Like, so yeah. So how do people get a hold of you? So for instance, if they want to send you flowers or send you nice messages, so how because they're going to listen to this podcast. They they don't. I don't know how anyone it's feels. If it's a wrap. It's all over. Well, no. Here's the thing. Like, I mean, I get lots of fan mail, fan which is mail. awesome, and um, I look at as much of it as I can, which is frankly is most of it. And uh, that comes through the production office here. Some of it goes to my agent in LA. Some of it, you know. So if people, if women hear this and they want to support you, how do they find you? Because if you don't have a Twitter and a Facebook and an Instagram and a, you definitely don't. Have- I don't know. This is the this is the conundrum. This is the Birdman conundrum that I'm yeah. in. It's like, what do I do? I can't start those things now. I don't want. I don't want to. Is I understand. That is that weird? No, bad it's not now? weird at all. It's it's a choice. I think Sean Penn doesn't have it either. And he's like, but he, you can't, you can't, well, let's not talk about him. He's fantastic. He's the I mean, best. What, what, I mean, he's, I know, he's, like, he's the best. Yeah, he's, he's so amazing. I don't even know if he exists. He's yeah, so he's amazing. so, so, but is there an address or something where just Hawaii 5 Yeah, production? we'll just put my home address on the, t- no, on the tail dude, end for of For real, podcast. no, for the fans that want it. Yeah, no, make- there's a, the Hawaii 5 in all seriousness, the Hawaii 5 production office, everything that, that, I think it's 501 mm. 18th Avenue. It's the Diamond Head Film right. Studio. Anything that gets sent there, I guarantee I will, I will right. see it. And you, you once is it sexiest man alive? Did I? You won sexiest man in 2010. Don't like uh, Buddy TV ranked you number two on the TV's 100 sexiest men um, 2010. Hannah, what do you think? Oh wait, she's not here. Is that I can do? I can do Hannah if yeah. you want. Yeah. Hey. Hey, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> no, but is that true? I didn't know that. Yeah, that's true. That's awesome. That's good. So, right? It's good, right? Yeah, it's an awesome thing. That's awesome. So, so being that the sexiest man alive, so not the sexiest man alive, 2010. So you've been here, you've been in here, Hawaii. Wait, that was 2010. 20, 2010, Yeah. Well, that's fucking. That's five years. Like, yeah, that's okay. Really? Yeah. Because cool. TV but, ages you, man. No, you don't look aged. You're good. 
Uh, you're good. You're good. So, so you've been on the show for about five years. Yeah, it's the fifth season. Five years, mm-hmm. and f- word word around the set is you're going to get picked up for a sixth year. That would be good. I mean, it's not. I learned a long time ago that until you're at the craft service truck, you know, you're not working. Done. Just you know. So I mean, I it, that's look. that's how I think about when it comes to having sex. As right. well, because you until like, you're eating afterwards, you haven't no, actually had until sex. your penis is actually in the girl's vagina yeah, or the a, butt. If it's a whatever you thing, right? Then you're not really what you're not. Well, you're there when you're there, right? Having sex, you know. So right. so so um, season six. So that means you've already gone it's into a hundred thousand. Ep- I mean, excuse me, hundred hundred episodes. We've so done you've done gone into syndication. We're hundred. I think we're about one hundred and fifteen now. Stop. But it's a great analogy, um, you know, network television and sex because it's, uh, you know, you're, you're, you can think you're there. It, you, get, you know, when you're dating and you're bachelor and stuff. It, no, when you're married, it's even more so. You think you're there. You think you're doing all the right things. You think you guaranteed vagina tonight. You can like, you'd put money on it and then it doesn't happen for whatever It doesn't reason, happen. You know, but when it does, you're like, yes. So when you guys got to the hundredth episode of Hawaii five O that's mm. filming here in Hawaii, mm. was there a celebration on the set? Yeah, there was actually. We had the actors. Well, there was a big celebration. Like a bunch of the CBS folks came out, Nina Tassler and David staff, uh, you know, our beloved heads of, um, of the studio on the network came out and, a bunch of people from CBS, and we had a we had a big thing at the studio. We had a cake. It was it was lovely, man. It was <clears throat> you know there were cameras there. We we're doing all the stuff. Unfortunate, I don't know if it was unfortunate, but I was a little out to lunch that day because the the episode itself was huge for me. It was a huge. I was getting tortured. I was getting waterboarded. I was getting beaten up. I ended up with like walking pneumonia. It was cr- it was crazy. It's kind of like when I perform in the Midwest. Very similar to that. Yeah. I want to talk to you about your doco too. But anyway, yeah, it's it. And so I was doing this fight scene that I did this like 12 hour fight scene without pads in a wet room and it was dangerous and crazy. And like halfway through shooting the fight scene, and when I'm doing a fight scene like that, I'm, I'm like kind of wigged out a little bit. It's like kind of, you kind of have to go there a bit. They, um, they're like, okay, cut, everybody come, we're going to cut the cut. And you're like, and I was like, what And you're like, cut? right, you just spent, right. Yeah, so I was sort of standing spent. there dripping wet in a hoodie. With like weird shackles on my hands and dialed out eyes, wow. and everyone was sort of happy and made up and fresh, and so I sort of felt like I was in a Twilight Zone episode. There. Right. But but there was a celebration. I just wish I was sort of, you know, mm. there a little more. And you're on Netflix now. Isn't that great? Yeah, that's I'm sick. Stoked. I'm I was stoked I was on that. Netflix the other night, and I was looking at you know videos of you know beheadings. Yeah. And you know torture and mm-hmm. stuff like that because I I'm still in no I'm still in shock that. That these people in the Middle East and it's North Korea crazy, are man. fucking insane, and I come across you guys on Netflix, right next to the beheading section. Beheadings, yeah. So, right. so, so that's great. So you guys are on Netflix now. Yeah, that's this is huge. This is huge. It's new. Yeah. Um, like we just, we, they just announced it in the last couple of weeks, right? Yeah. And it's a really big deal. And I mean, it's. It's the business now. It's all VOD, right? Everything is on mm. demand. Everything is like streaming. Everything. So you've got and Netflix. We live my house. You know, I got two little ones, and mm. my wife is. We Netflix is a huge thing in our house. You know, I mean, we have to have that membership because we jump on and use it all the time. Mm. And so it's become. I remember when that thing was like you got a thing in the post box. I didn't. I, I yeah, and you have to return it within a day or something. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and now it's straight, straight it's, there. It's yeah. massive. Yeah. Yeah. So so being being on the set. So for the people 
listening, what is the show about for people that haven't seen the show to so try to gain some new fans and new people that maybe haven't, you know, they, they know the show exists, but they're not tuning in for it. What is the show about and why should people tune in for it? Well, here's the thing. The show is, it's network TV, so we do a lot. We do like, <clears throat> we're doing 20, in ca- 25 And compare episodes. it to the old Hawaii Five. Right. The, the original Hawaii Five, I went for 12 years, 1968 to 1980, which is massive. Wow. Um, but even for That's back, insane. For back and what then, were the characters? Jack Lord and James MacArthur played McGarry and Dano. They're the two main characters. Of course, you know, there's Chin, there's Kono. They're main characters in our show as well. Now we have a, a couple of others, Lou Grover, other people. But the, the, the bromance is me and Scotty Khan, and that's, uh, that's McGarry and Dano. And I play McGarrett, he plays Dano. And look, it's, 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 it's weird because I don't watch much TV at all, and the TV that I do watch is cable TV, and I kind of watch the you know, I watch the things I want to watch, like oh, I love House of Cards and Breaking Bad and all the stuff that's, you know, different. It's very different to what I do in my job. But this is where we differ, I really believe, from other network TV shows is that we, we sort of, uh, Peter Lankoff has a, does a really fantastic job at bringing character arcs in. He really kept his word with that stuff. He brought me in. He brought you in, baby. Yeah. Shaved so your head ho- and Hopefully this, this show will get some good ratings and they'll bring me back for well, an arc. That's that was why the, not? Yeah, that was the whole thing. Bring, Bring Paulie and let's bump the ratings up. Yeah, okay. okay but he's sorry. no, but he's doing. He, he does a great job of that, and and um, you know, we get to play. It's not just cops and robbers. It's not just that formulaic stuff. It's we actually get to play. But even when the scripts don't sort of have it in there, Scott and I do something with it, and that happened from the very first reading of the pilot. You know, and, and that's when I knew. When when Scotty and I started riffing and arguing and doing the shit we do, I was like, this is going to work. Yeah, yeah. So that's fun. So, so people should. Do you, do you do you feel that it's a comedy for people that want to watch a comedy? Yeah, I think that there's comedic elements. I think that there's comedic elements. Some of them I don't think are that funny, but it's it's that again, it's that sort of commercially comedic thing. Mm. It's like some people think it's really funny, some people don't. But now I think this episode with you guys, you and Kevin and Jaleel, I think it's mm. it's probably going to be one of our funniest because of your. Mm. We're bringing you know, in some, bringing in some comedians, some, yeah. you know. But I think some of the stuff Scott and I do is funny because we just yell at each other, and yeah. it's fun to watch other people yell at other right. people because you know, I don't know, it makes us feel good about yeah. ourselves or something. Yeah, and then and then as far as so you came over here from Australia. Did you audition in Australia? No, I've been, I, I was in, in LA? LA for like I don't know nine years or something. Really? I yeah. never met you. No, you never did. You I never, never met did. you in LA. It's true. What, what, I don't you know were why. on some. You were on some other shows. You were on uh, The Shield yeah, I did in 2007. A shield. I, did a, I did a couple other shows. You also CBS. did something with Jennifer Lopez in 2010, a romantic comedy. Yeah, I did The Backup Plan. The Backup yeah. Plan. Yeah, that was fun. Jen- Jennifer's excellent. She's uh, she's loads of fun. And I did a couple other small... I mean, I did August Rush. I had a sort of um, supporting role in that, um, <clears throat> which was fantastic back like... 2009 or something, I think it was. And I uh, did a movie called The Invisible. I've just kind of been... Trudging along, trudging along, man. Yeah. You know, for the last sort of fifteen years, and um, but that's that thing is that people. You, and then I got offered this. I actually didn't even audition for this. They sort of called me in, and wow. I had a relationship with Peter. So he, Peter saw you on tape. I don't know where he saw me originally, but we talked about um, a couple of other things. Like we talked about a piece with James Mangold directing. It wasn't quite ready, but it was really good. And mm. up. Our paths had crossed a few times, and we. This uh, is Peter Lankoff. He's the creator of the show. Right, yeah, right. And, and uh, I've known Peter for years because he wrote and created Son in Law. That's right. The film that I did, mm-hmm. Son in Law. That's how I, I got in with Peter. Exactly. Many years ago. Right. So go on. I think you guys did a podcast. I haven't. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He was on one of my one of my podcasts as well. 
Right. What's up, Peter? What's up, bro? Say what's up. What's up? What's up? <laughs> okay, go on. Yeah, so he uh, he he brought me in on the he they they called me to meet on this on on this pilot, you know. And so you just got it offered. I got it offered. Yeah, I read the pilot and it was excellent. Mm. The pilot was excellent, and wow. um, actually Ed Benero, a friend of mine who worked on Criminal Minds, had had written a pilot, in, a spec pilot for Hawaii Five Hour a year before or something. And it had come across my desk, and I was like, oh, that's a, a really great idea for a show. Mm. And I was wanting to redo that. That'd be, so I guess, I mean, CBS must have been planning it for a long time. You know, they're, they're the biggest network for a reason. You know, they, mm. know, they know what they're doing. But anyway, it came along, and I read Peter's script, and it was great. And Len Wiseman was directing, and um, Bob Orsi and Alex Kurtzman were producing. So I was like, okay, this is going to be mm. something. It's going to be something that's going to work. Plus, it's Hawaii and, you know, titties and bikinis and guns. And, and you flew over here and you shot the pilot. And- <laughs> I flew over and shot the pilot. Yeah. I didn't know anyone. Wow. I, it took me like five years to settle in L.A. So I felt like I'd only kind of been home in L.A. for four or five years. And now I was like moving to the middle of the ocean. Wow. So it was a bit weird. Did you do the uh, like the, the serving table thing, or were you always working when you first came out? Yeah, to man. No, where'd I, you where'd you work as like a, a waiter? I, actually, in in California, I did. I did that in Australia. I did that for a long time. I yeah. worked in a lot of bars and wow. restaurants. You must have got a lot stuff. of pussy doing that shit. Yeah, well, holy you know, shit! It was. It was but all good. you Australian guys are good looking. It's a good time, ladies. If you're out there listening, you want to get some great penis that with sexy dudes. Definitely go to Australia. Because there's a lot of good-looking dudes said, out you there. You said great penis? Yeah, I guess. There's probably great penis, great penis good-looking yeah. dudes. I just want to make sure I heard yeah. what you said. So, uh, so, so, uh, so, you, so you worked as a waiter, and you worked your way up in L.A.? What, yeah, what year yeah, I did, did all that shit. LA? Um, I mean, I first went out I first went out in 97. 97. Yeah, That's 97. when my career started to take a shit. Go on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I first went in 97. And, um, it's a bad year. Dude, I got to Los Angeles in 1997, and I I got off the plane, and wow. somehow I somehow I ended up at the Greyhound bus station downtown. Now in 1997, like downtown, like the hipster kids and stuff are starting to move in down there. Yeah, now and it's Staples cool. is nice, yeah. and there's some restaurants. And shit. In then. 1997, you know, the first thing I saw downtown was a homeless dude taking his shit on the corner of like Third and yeah. Spring or whatever. I was like, where am I? I ended up yeah. at this bus probably station, next to my house, right right by your house. Yeah. It's the only place i knew down there was yeah. your house so you so you went and you got stuck down there i got stuck down there and it was like it was a gnarly my, that was my first exposure to la was you know downtown bus station some some hardcore sort of bangers down there without any money and i was just and like, you were how old around like uh like 21 wow you're something. a kid i was a kid man how old are you now 38 38 okay yeah. So you go down there, and then I go down you there, and this job? dude approaches me. This dude that looks like the the alien from Predator. He had these dreadlocks and these kind of like like glazed over, weird like uh, blind looking eyes, and he was enormous and wow. black and muscly and dangerous. And he was like, "Yo, man, you got any money?" And I was like, "Fuck!" And I just like took off and ended up in Hollywood and sort of sniffed around. And then I was I went back to Australia and I was yeah. Back but wait, and, wait, and you went to Hollywood. What did you do? How long were you there? Did you? I st- met I met with people. I met with some. So it was just kind of like a trip, but it wasn't a, a, a what you weren't moving there. It was just I wasn't moving there. That was the first time I went there. I was yeah. sussing it yeah, out. Yeah. I met with people. I met with some managers. Mm. I talked with a bunch of people. Um, that was when in Australia. And was your accent, acting was your acting pretty good back then? Had you been acting for a while? Or I don't what? know. If, I mean, I think I'm still I'm still waiting for my acting to become good. I think no, but like, you know what I'm saying. I kind like, of I was starting to know what I was doing. A did bit. you I've act though a, a lot in Australia before? When you I mean, if you got to LA at 21, actually, when I was 21, I'd done like I think I'd done a commercial. I'd done a bit of fringe theater stuff. Mm. You know, I did some plays when I was a kid. Mm. I knew I loved it, but to actually where to start, how to do it was was 
it was still kind of a mystery. And and we were starting to be like <clears throat> Simon Baker was here, Don Purcell was here. I think he was doing Prison Break, or maybe not quite. But you know, Nicole Kidman was here, Kate Blanchett. Like there was a small group of Australians, but the Aussie accent was still um, a novelty in rooms. Whereas now mm. there's Australians everywhere. You know? mm. Um, so I went back to Oz. It, it scared me. LA scared me. Mm. I was just like, it's so vast. How do I break into this? Mm. Who, who, what the fuck? Where do I go? Where do I go? Where do I start? And so then I went back. So wait, wait, just real quick. People listening. I mean, she should be inspired by this. Here he is. He's starring on his own show on CBS. You've been here for about five, six years almost. Probably, Hawaii, yeah. yeah, probably doing great. And he was just a, a bright eyed, bushy kid that got off the bus, you know, and just was clueless like everyone else go on right i was well i was some i was somewhat clueless like yeah. i had friends that had been back and forth from sydney to la and um had been working and uh but they were sort of like it's pretty gnarly over there but mm. i just sort of a part of me knew look if you want to make a living as an actor in australia it's a boutique industry you know mm. there's no money there's 23 million fucking people mm. in the whole country you know that's mm. there's 23 million people in los angeles and the surrounding area right. it's like yeah. it's another world so you can't make a, a solid living out there and and there's like two people in the country that doing there and everything you know i mean it's different so i went back and i went back and forth back and forth and i i finally went to drama school back in sydney i went to a, a conservatory called the national institute of dramatic art which was amazing and i was mm. there for three years and i got i got a degree mm. in acting in acting which my family laughed at you know because <laughs> It's like the most, you know, good luck, son. It's bizarre, right? It ain't like a law degree where a firm's going to go, yeah, come on. You know? mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I got a degree. Yeah, well, it doesn't mean And anything. you have brothers and sisters? I have a younger sister. She's a year and a half younger. Mm. Her name's Jackie. She's the best. Mm. And um, so, you, so you went back, you got your degree. I got my degree and then I came back. Back to know? LA, yeah. And I did a couple of things in Oz. I did a couple of movies. I did a mm. miniseries. I did a few bits and pieces. And then I was like, I got to go. And how, and how have you not met Russell Crowe? Being Isn't that crazy? There. I don't know, man. I, I just it's 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 well. I've never been in the same mm. picture. He's there. I'm sure. I mean, he's. I think he lives there all the time. I don't know. I'm pretty sure he has a ranch. A good friend of mine, Jack Thompson, who's an Aussie actor, knows him very well, and mm. they have ranch. I think they have like like farms, property, you know, close yeah. to each other back yeah. in Oz. So, so I imagine Russell's back and forth. Yeah. So you so you go out to L.A. for the second time with your degree. I go out to LA for the the umpteenth time, but Mm. I'm like, I got a shift here, right? And that's when I shift there. And um, it wasn't that I had, it wasn't like I'm going there with my degree. I went there with a bucket of tools that I didn't have before. You know, for three years, I got to study stuff, man. I got to study like Chekhov and. So you started auditioning. Who was your agent that signed you or manager back then? Was it Gersh or ICM? No, the first company I ended up with was ICM, Mm. John Burnham at ICM, who I still love. I'm not with John anymore, but. we uh so he started throwing you out there yeah read here read there you're driving around la trying to figure out and do you, you worked as a waiter how'd you make cash actually in los angeles because i didn't have a visa mm. i didn't have work papers i didn't have any of that so i couldn't really get a job in a restaurant mm. so i worked on friends i'd meet people and i work on building sites that was my thing oh so you're a construction worker yeah so not girl, a construction yeah. where i was just a grunt yeah but girls like, got more wet right now because is that true well, yeah, they like guys, you know, they're buff guys in construction sites. Go there, on. Oh, yeah, because there's calendars and shit. Yeah, yeah, are, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you grunted work, sites. walking around with your shirt off in yeah, L.A., I mean, getting paid you know, off to the side. Get no paid, just doing what you can to make yeah. the rent. And look, in, in all honesty, you know, there was some times when it was it was, it was was tricky. There was for, for a minute, I was like, this is fucked. Did you ever have to be a gigolo or some shit? No, I was, I'm not talented enough for no, that. No, for real, know? though. No, I mean, no, you I never, never got propositioned by older girls that wanted to have sex with dude, you for I money. I never heard about all that stuff in L.A. Right. I mean, 
here's the thing. When I was there in the 90s, you got to remember, that was like the era of the worst plastic surgery anyone's ever seen mm. on planet Earth, right? That's mm. when they started experimenting, and mm. now it's kind of good. Mm. So I had a lot of women in Beverly Hills look at me and make faces, but mm. maybe maybe I was misreading the faces because mm. I couldn't I couldn't see the face right. what the muscles right. were doing probably. So yeah, um, so yeah, so you you bang that that stuff out. You know, I gotta say, like yeah. John John Burnham at ICM was such a massive advocate, and um, you know things change in your career, you move, you change, you take you know you, your representation changes for whatever reason, all that sort of stuff. But he was unreal, and he uh, but my first agent. Before John was my Aussie agent, John Can, who died um, about six or seven years ago, and he was um, he was the best. He was the best. He's the guy that was like, "Get out of here! You got to be in LA." He's the right. guy that made me be here. And um, right. and then did you like party in LA when you got out there? I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know no, you, I mean, you didn't. I, I did, of course, I, I I found myself at. Sh- did you go to Chateau. Vegas and stuff? And- I'd go to Vegas now and then, but I didn't have any money, dude. Mm. Like I was so poor for mm. so long. And your parents don't have any money. No, I mean. Not really. I mean, my mum's a nurse, mm. you know. So well, I'm not going to ask mum for money. Mm. I'm just sort of making it making it work. I always mm. made it work, mm. but uh, yeah. No. So yeah. So you you tooled around. You had a good time, and then and then at what point was it the time where you're like, oh shit, I made this money, and now I actually can pay my rent and my car and get a visa and all that. It was very gradual. I mean, even when I I did um, August Rush, which was a Warner's a Warner Brothers movie. Um, Johnny Reese Myers, Kerry Russell, Robin Williams, the late and beautiful Robin Williams, Terrence Howard, Freddie Highmore. It was a fantastic movie, great cast. I was like a, I played Johnny Johnny Reese's brother in the band, and that was actually probably my favorite job ever because mm. I had such a great time in New York. I was with those guys. Mm. I was able to meet and be with Robin. How great is New York? New York's incredible. I lived there for like six months. Wow. I played my own Les Paul, my own Gibson guitar in the movie. I met Les Paul. Dude, wow. I fucking met Les Paul wow. before he died. Good. Wow, that's um, sick. While I was doing the movie, he signed my guitar. Wow. Like, we played music together. Wow. So, so the, the whole experience surrounding that film yeah. is the greatest thing that ever happened. But but that film cost me 15 grand. Like they Just were like, to be we'll, over we'll there. give you the role, but you've got to be a local hire. And mm. pay for all your own shit. So, yeah. they're the things you do. You know? And then what about the, uh, the the film with Jennifer Lopez? Did you great. star in that with her? Yeah, that was an offer. That was really nice. I sort of got this offer. I was doing a, a pilot for a, a show, another show that I did called Three Rivers, which we only did 13 episodes of. It was set in Pittsburgh. It was like a medical show. It was actually, I really liked it. But um, they, they, I was doing the pilot for that. I got a call saying we got an offer for this movie. You got to go fly to New York on the weekend from Pittsburgh and meet Jennifer. Mm. And if she likes yeah. you, you you can probably have the role. And what year was this? Fuck, I don't know. You get to think. What, this was, was uh, this was 2010. The right. same year you did Sexiest Man Alive. Really? Well, that's why. Jennifer so this was a five years ago. Five on. years ago was a big time. 2010 was a really good time for you. It was a good time for me. I for flew, me, bad time. Bad time. Sorry, yeah, I was going through some lawsuits. What happened? You talk about it? No, we won't talk about it. This is about I you. I'd like to because I'm kind of bored with me. No, no, no. I like this. Me. No, the, the good part about this interview, because I obviously I think of my audience listening to this, this just kind of makes you to be like a normal person. Because people just see you on Hawaii Five O and they don't know that you actually struggled and worked your way up. Dude, I struggled worker so much. And all that shit. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and by but the that's way, what's. But I'm just telling you, people see you as this guy on this big show, good looking dude. They don't know all the background. Yeah, so that's why I think this is. Well, cool. that's like that's like Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe, you were mentioning before. Russell was in 
I hope I meet him one day. He seems awesome. But he was, you know, he came out in Gladiator way back when. And the amazing. Whole, and film, the whole, amazing. And yeah. the whole world went, who's this dude? And right. it's like, oh, what a lucky break. It's like, you kidding me? The no, guy's been like. He's been banging it out. Banging it out for years and years yeah. and years. So Jennifer Lopez saw you. Did you audition with her? No. they. I flew to, I flew to her and Mark. She was still with Mark at the time, who is a good friend of mine. Still, I love Mark. And I flew up there to their place. They had a beautiful place uh, in Long Island. And, um, excuse me, I went out there and went to their house and I met the kids and met Mark. And then Jen and I sat in a room kind of like this and, and just talked, you know, and riffed. And the director to be, Alan, I'm pretty sure, Alan was there with us. And we just chatted and laughed and talked. And then I ended up walking, I can't remember really what happened. I ended up hanging with Mark for a lot of it, mm. I think, talking about his collection of ancient Greek plates and weird shit you know <laughs> and then anyway I was like before I knew it I, I'd forgotten that why I was there in the first place and I was just having fun because they're really cool people you know yeah. I mean, you would never expect Jennifer at yeah. that level of celebrity to be so cool well she also started early I From mean nothing. she you know, I'm yeah. the only one that had th th handed to me yeah yeah. yeah. Here, your mom owns the comedy store yeah. here you can yeah. have yeah. it all yeah. but that's another conversation be funny. Just be yeah, funny just be funny well thanks for sitting down with us um, I know it got a little a little hot in here um, but this was kind of a, a longer interview than most of my stuff because the angle on it is, is uh, yeah, it's like almost 40 minutes. So the angle on it is just like a guy that's just worked his way up to become, and now you're on your own fucking show. I do. I'm that's on my own show. It's pretty cool. awesome. You was it I mean? an interesting interview, though? I feel like all the podcasts I listened to were really fucking interesting. I don't know if this was interesting. I think it's relatable as far as interesting. I'll just God have to hear it. How about. do I become interesting? <laughs> <laughs> I just have to. Uh, I have to uh, uh, hear what people have to say. I don't okay. know. Will you uh, let me know? Oh yeah, for sure. Well, I would tweet at you, but you don't have a Twitter. But I'll write you at the production office at da 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 da, da PO Box seven three two Hawaii nine five 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 zero, and tell Scotty Khan that he's next. I'm, I'm dude. Yeah. I'm gonna call him right now. Yeah, yeah. All right. Thanks for sitting down with me, guys. All right, all right, guys, guy, 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 and good luck on the show, and I'm sure I'll see you again. All right, Paul. All right, later. Late. Bye. Well, that's it, you guys. I hope you had a good time and learned a lot about uh, the dude, behind the dude of, of Hawaii Five-0. I'm sure they're going to get picked up for a sixth season. It would be great if they can write me in. Um, Again, I really enjoyed coming out here. Um, Hawaii is one of the most beautiful places in the whole world. It's Waikiki is interesting. I know a lot of people heard about it, and some people have been here, but it's became very, very Asian. A lot of Japanese, which I personally like because Japanese people don't recognize me. So they had us in the um, they had us in the Sheridan. Uh, hotel in Waikiki, which I walked in, it was all Japanese people, and I love Asians, uh, Asian babies, Asian kids, Asian people, and it was really cool because, like I said, no one recognized me. I was able to be free and just kind of be my stupid self um, and walk around and go, I love Chinese people, and cruise around. I had a great time there. I want to thank the Sheridan for putting putting me up there, and I want to thank all the people that had me um, uh, on the set. Uh, thank the caterers, all the people that fed me, um, Sasha, the, the beautiful PA, and all the people makeup and hair, uh, the director, Steve Herrick, who did a great job 
on it who still didn't put me in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, which was kind of cool. Uh, Steve Herrick, the director of this episode, directed Bill and Ted's, and that's where I first met him because Bill and Ted's was one of my first auditions ever. Um, Scotty Kahn, you're next. I'm going to do you. Uh, and if you, ladies, if you want to get a hold of Alex, like you said, he doesn't have a Facebook or a Twitter or an Instagram or any of that. Just send some fan mail, like the old school way, to the, uh, the I guess it's the uh, the production office in, uh, in, uh, in Hawaii here. Anyways, thank you guys for tuning in. I'll be back in L.A. Uh, continuing the Polly Shore podcast show. Uh, my name is Polly Shore, and um, if you want to see me on tour, definitely go to polyshore.com under tour dates. My Twitter is at Polly Shore. Once again, Alex, aloha, brada. See you soon, dude. Later, guys. Take care. Bye.